Epiphany Church in Ligonier, Pennsylvania. On Friday a thief, on Sunday a king, laid down in grief, but I woke with the key to hell on that day, the firstborn of the slain, the man Jesus Christ laid. Welcome to Epiphany's Sunday Sermons, a podcast ministry of Epiphany Anglican Fellowship in Ligonier, Pennsylvania. Our church exists to help people discover and rediscover the love of God in the Christian gospel. To learn more about our church, visit our website at epiphanyligonier.org. The most memorable Christmas message that I ever heard was actually not given in a church and it was not delivered by a preacher. Uh, This Christmas sermon I want to tell you about that I heard over a decade ago that still sticks with me was delivered at a daycare for adults with intellectual disabilities. So it's a place where people who had grown up and they had autism or maybe cerebral palsy or some other crippling condition would go during the day because they couldn't take care of themselves at home. And the preacher to this uh, congregation of those uh, with mental and intellectual handicaps uh, was a, a college professor. Uh, he was one who was highly regarded on his campus, and he volunteered to lead this service because the pastor had a conflict that came up at the last minute. And so this college professor is standing in front of his makeshift congregation, and he's very clearly out of his element. His normal element, of course, being college students, uh, hoity-toity upperclassmen, well-dressed, with big career expectations ahead of them. And this hoity-toity professor looked out and said his normal repertoire was not going to work here, uh, quoting Chaucer and Homer and Dante and Keats. Well, that wouldn't have worked in this crowd. And so the professor began to speak a Christmas sermon about shepherds. And he wanted to make one very simple point, and this is the point I would like to make with you this evening, that God's love for these shepherds means that God's love is for all of us, that God's love for these dirty shepherds who are out in the field watching their flocks by night, uh, their invitation to come to Bethlehem means that God loves us, all of us. All of us. And so as this professor spoke, he wanted to tell them, and you could tell he was holding back his vocabulary because he wanted to make sure it hit home for folks who didn't have a whole big vocabulary. And he was talking about how shepherds were kind of dirty. They're out all the time. They wear sandals all of the time. Uh, They work with livestock, so they kind of stink a little bit. And shepherds' work made them very dirty, but God loved them anyway. And What happened was one of the members of this congregation, someone who maybe had autism, I don't know his exact situation, he misunderstood the professor. He heard the word dirty and thought they said duty. And he began to shout at the back of this makeshift congregation, ha ha, he said duty, ha ha ha, duty, duty, duty. And so as he's trying to tell the congregation assembled about the love of God, Everyone is laughing, their aides frantically trying to shush them as they were integrating the fact that God's love was not just for dirty people, but for duty people. Of course, this is a group that maybe because of their mental capacity, maybe they were developmentally, or maybe they were just physically unable 
to be um, independent in their restroom use. And so when they heard about the dirty shepherds and they made the connection to their own situation with adults' diapers and being taken care of, maybe they were wiser than we give them credit for. And so while my professor was trying to finish and tell them that God loves them even if they are dirty in some way, the staff were trying to quell the shouts and the laughter from the congregation who heard that God loves people who are duty. Not your typical Christmas sermon, not your typical Christmas congregation, not your typical Christmas um, uh, gathering, and yet the Christmas message got across that God loves dirty people. I want to speak about these shepherds tonight. What does it mean that God sends his angelic invitation to these nearby shepherds watching their flocks by night? We talked about it with the kids a minute ago. We, we talked about how interesting it was that of the first people to hear about Jesus' birth outside of his immediate family there in Bethlehem, it's the shepherds in the field nearby. And what does it look like for them to pop in and say hi, complete and random strangers. I mean, Mary's just given birth, y'all, and these strangers are knocking at the door and say, Angel said to swing by and say hi. It's a very odd situation. But I want to use this situation to talk about how, indeed, through this invitation, uh, you get a sense of what God's mission actually is and what God's love actually looks like. And the professor was right on, because shepherding is a kind of dirty profession. Uh, you've been on a farm. I'm sure you have. You know the smells. They were regularly dealing with matters of blood and dirt and excrement, these shepherds. They were overseeing the very messy births of new kids, new ewes. They would need to dispose, uh, sadly, when a wolf got to one of their lambs or a, or a lion, they would need to dispose of the, the carcass that was left behind. Bugs, filth, urine, it's all part of shepherding they certainly would have stepped in their fair share of duty. And these shepherds would take their sheep out to pasture for days at a time. They can't get home. If they go home, uh, then maybe there's not food to eat nearby. They have to take them out for maybe days or weeks on these shepherding sojourns to find where the best grass is and to find where the best water is. Maybe there's a drought and they have to travel a little farther than they're used to, which is to say shepherds, were not ones to shower very often because they didn't make it home all the time. It was what the actor Mike Rowe famously called a dirty job. Um, but it wasn't just a dirty job. For those of you who have Bible ears, you may understand that it's also an unclean job. One of the realities is that ancient Israel structured their life together under the law of Moses. And so in the law of Moses, if he wanted to be a part of the community, if you wanted to hang out and go to Old Testament church, you needed to be healthy, you needed to be whole, and you needed to be washed. You needed to be clean, in other words. And shepherds were rarely washed. They were working with unhealthy animals sometimes. They were often not home. So shepherds couldn't go to Old Testament church on Saturday or Friday night at the time uh, to meet with God because they were out and they were working and they were too dirty to attend. They couldn't come to the community to worship with God because they weren't clean. It was a lonely, hard, and isolating job to be a shepherd. And yet, it was these very shepherds who were the first to learn about Jesus' birth. Mary and Joseph, of course, they're doing their Lamaze breathing. You know, the midlife, midwife is there delivering the baby. And, well, while that's going on, the angel comes to these shepherds in a nearby field 
singing glory to God and peace and the highest. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth is what they say. And it's these shepherds who are disconnected from the community, disconnected from God, they're the first one to know that God has a plan to rescue the world. So I wonder about you, friends, this evening, uh, if you're identifying with the shepherds in any way, if you might be feeling unclean before God in some capacity. Many of us have things in our past that make us feel unclean before God. We have unresolved family matters. We have lingering embarrassments. We have stuffed down regrets that we don't like to think about. For many of us, there are secrets that we just don't tell, past things that we're still dealing with. Maybe there's a financial decision in a previous life that's still haunting you. Maybe you have unreconciled um, uh, with somebody in your past and it's still holding sway over your spirits. Maybe you haven't been to church in a while because like the shepherds, you had a job that kept you away. Or maybe we feel like if the pastor only knew what I had done before, um, he would kick me out and tell everybody what a sinner I was. Or maybe there's something in your past where the church actually really deeply wounded you and you're not going to deal with that anymore. They said you only can be with God if you're clean and you heard that as a burden that you just couldn't handle. When God chooses to appear to these shepherds, when God picked dirty, isolated, unchurched people to tell about Jesus' birth, it was an announcement to the world in which God says, in essence, I, God, no longer require anybody to get clean before they come to me. And that is exactly what those shepherds did on Christmas Eve. They took their flocks with them, went down into Bethlehem, knocked on the door, and said, hey, we heard a king's been born and God's doing something cool. Can we come say hi to the new guy? On Christmas Eve, these dirty shepherds went to go be with God. And that's, friends, what we do here tonight. Later on in his life, after Jesus was a little baby and got to be a grown-up, there was a dinner, a very fancy dinner, in which Jesus wanted to show his disciples what the love of God looked like. And so what Jesus did is he took off his robe, and he tied a towel around his waist, and he got down on his knees and began to wash the dirty, stinky feet of his friends and followers. And at first they got really anxious about that, Jesus' friends and followers. They said, now Jesus, hold on, this is not right. You're Jesus, we're not. We should be washing your feet. But then what happens? Jesus says, no, no, no. That's not how it's going to work anymore. You can come to me and I will wash you. And that's what the love of God looks like. It's not just the shepherds, of course, who get to meet Jesus and become clean. I'm grateful for that Christmas service that I went to over a decade ago at the Home for Disabled Adults because up front preaching was the professor, uh, someone who was a wise man, someone who maybe dabbled in astronomy. We might call him a magi. And he was up front telling the good news of God's love to a bunch of people who might as well be shepherds. They were familiar with dirt, getting by without books and telescopes and astronomy. And the gospel tells us, friends, that it is the magi and the shepherds alike who Jesus is in the business of washing and making clean. So no matter who you are this evening, the magi or the shepherd, the book smart, the street smart, the white collar, the blue collar, the no collar, the great angelic message is that all of this Christmas stuff is to you. You are invited to come to Bethlehem. No need to wash up. Come as you are. God will take care of the rest. 
As the band famously sang in 1977, everyone is, down to come, everyone is welcome to come down to the manger and see the little stranger. And that's what we do tonight. Merry Christmas. God bless you all. Amen. On Friday a thief, on Sunday a Pennsylvania.